Joining me anyway today is my permanent co-host, Matthew Fallon. Hello. Evening, Fallon. Bear's looking uh, trim today. Yeah, needed to take care of it. It's a little bit, uh, you know, <clears throat> bushy. No longer, like, no longer look like you're homeless. Well done there. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, and as if one ginger-bearded mank twat wasn't enough, we have a new co-host starting with us today. Hello, Vish. Cheers, nice one for that, mate. Oh, yeah. So, Walking Dead wasn't the only uh, episodic game out this week. Hitman. Lovely. Um, I'll sit this one out. You're not, are you not a fan? I've not been... The last Hitman game I played was Blood Money. This is the first one I've played, and let me tell you... Let me tell you. Sit <laughs> 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 <Sitting> back. <laughs> um... So well, I like games. Obviously, I'm on a gaming podcast. Yada yada yada. Um, I didn't know. <laughs> you do now. <laughs> um, Black Witch Freeze, my favorite game of this generation. Give it enough a mention. Why not? Um, but when it comes to fun, you can't look past games like Hitman. Um, remember that Payday Two Crime Wave Edition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can't just look past games like that for, for sheer fun. I put it ahead of games like The Witcher and Skyrim because there's just so many stupid things in there. Boosh has just sat up in his chair there. His chest is out. He's ready. Shit, just got serious. Witcher 3 and Skyrim are two of my favourite games of all time. Like, m- more than Hitman will ever be. But I'm just talking about the sheer fun of it. Um, especially now with like the contracts has added in. The density in such a small little segmented space it's not like Skyrim which has got density but over hundreds yeah. of miles yeah I know what you mean like this map what would you say Dale's like it's like a little small town it's just it? a small sandbox town yeah. yeah and there's all that stuff going on around and there's so many stupid things you get it's, it's like a comedy it's not meant to be but it's hilarious yeah like some of the videos you see some of the contracts you have to do um I mean, did you watch that video on IGN of them two? What, Rory and that? Yeah. No, no, like, no, no. I've seen bits of it. It's just fucking hilarious, and that's where the fun comes in. Um, I mean, I think, like, so obviously we had this discussion when the first episode came out <coughs> Yeah. about, um, you know, does this work as an episodic game? And we said that we wouldn't know until this episode. Yeah. This episode hit, and fuck me, does it work? Mm. It's like, you load up into this sandbox world and to be honest I don't even know what I was expecting I kind of I started going media blackout now on games that like I'm already sold on um, as we'll talk about later when we talk about Doom already sold <laughs> stick it in the bank um, but when it loaded up into that world and like you kind of sat down on a bench and you're looking around the sun shining in your short sleeve shirt and I'm just like Alright, so like, there's a little mansion. Time to go exploring. Yeah. There's a mansion, I'm going to go in the mansion and go kill some people. But then when you start walking around, the fucking town is massive. And I mean, it is filled with so much shit. Like, every house, like, every flat, every shop you can go into, there's little, there's loads of little hidden shortcuts and this, you know, to streamline your assassinations on it. Um one of the funniest things I've seen on it like is some of the costumes that you can get now episode one I mean I've done like research research um, 
And did you see the uh, vampire magician costume that you can get in episode one? No. You can dress up as a vampire magician and go around assassinating people. And then you look at fucking this one, episode two, you can dress up as a plague doctor. A man. Yeah. The mind... Have you seen it? The mind clown costume. <laughs> That's in my contract, that one. Mate, did you, get, did you get it? Yeah. Did you get it without getting spotted, the actual thing? Yeah. Mate, it's fucking class. I was seeing stuff on it today. But I mean, it's like... I think this works episodically because if it was a full game, right? So there's going to be what there's this and then there's Marrakesh, Thailand, USA, Japan. So in total, that's what? Six levels? Have you looked at count? Two plus four? No, no. I'm surprised you can count. To, yeah. Is this <laughs> just <in> gone? <laughs> As we're up to episode six. About as far as we go. Next week, just the T1% podcast. Next fortnight. Um, Bi-weekly. Um, <laughs> every other week. Do you know what? To be, um, to be fully honest, <clears throat> I'm not enjoying it episodically. No? No. The reason being, um, I love it so much. I just want to play it all now. I remember um, last Tuesday, <clears throat> I, had a, I had a free day. So, boxed off, walking dead, Michonne, put a hit man in, completed a mission. It's like, where's the next mission? And there isn't one. And I've got to wait another, what, one month, two months? yeah. yeah, yeah. You see, the thing is, though, is, um, what's it called? So, I think that's what benefits it, though, because if the missions were lined up, you would do what you'd always, what you always do in games. You would put it in, you'd bash blow it over. it, yeah. You'd blow through it, bash it over. I understand. And go, I understand yeah, why they've got I mean, the thing is, that care and attention if you want it. more, con- if you want to get the most out of Hitman, you need to do the contracts, you need to do all the added bits, because, I mean, there's so much... Like, I've done one playthrough of that, and I've killed my... You know, like, I've assassinated my uh, targets. Pretty proud of it. Did all right. Gotta say. It was fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, there's so much of that town that I haven't seen. There's so much of that town that I haven't experienced. I mean, that bit in the uh, church. I want to go dress up as a priest, go sit in the fucking confession box... Let someone go sit in the confession box to confess to me and then shoot them through the thing. You know, like, there's so much stuff that you could do in that. I'm like that with Hitman games. I'm very anal with, like, Hitman games. Like, I won't... I can't just go in and just kill someone. I need to do it, like, perfectly. I need to, like... That's shit of Yeah, I need to, like, wait till, like, the waiter goes down to the wine cellar, grapple him, like, take his clothes, go up the stairs with, like, the drink in me and poison it and then... Mate, there's more to it on this though, like, because on this, there's one bit, whereas if you go into it, you can do it more perfect than that, because if you go into a house, there's a house, like, on the main street, they've got washing hung up in the back, you can literally just go into the house, go into the back, get the washing, get a uniform, go in, (laughs) it's fucking mint, there's, like, so many little things in it. Well, I I had a little, like, an hour gameplay on Absolution, and the one thing that put me off it was, you lose Hitman points for killing people yeah, yeah so this is a funny thing um when i played through That'd episode two when you start doing that <laughs> um when i played through episode two i just go in it like snapping people's necks because just like the sound it makes and I again got... <laughs> let me just say disturbed yeah potential <laughs> uh Save I killed it. 18 people and you lose 2,000 points for every single one so i literally finished with a score of zero well this is what i can't understand is why would you lose points because obviously a job as a hitman 
Yeah, but you, you got a specific it. hit though. Collateral like, damage. You, you, you see, I play Hitman games where I need to get in and out. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I need to get in and out. In... As quick as possible, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like marriage. <laughs> um, I was thinking sex. Nice. But I need to like... Um, I don't like to... I like to get in and like make people not know that I was there. Yeah. So everything even needs to be an accident or well hidden. Yeah, you know, so like, I, mean, I don't want collateral. I don't want anything. I want to just be a ghost. I do remember after every contract in Blood Money, you had like a ranking, didn't you? They yeah. Gave, yeah they gave yeah. you like the ghost sort of ranking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that was something to aim for. The bull in the china shop. Yeah, the bull. Yeah, which is <laughs> obviously <me>. Fallon. <laughs> Well, they don't give you like any option for like any trunk. They don't give you any tranquilizer in yeah. absolution or blood money. Well, not that I recall. There's a nice lethal syringe in this one that I like using. You see, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. I see. I don't even go in with weapons now. I I go in with a lockpick. I go in with a lockpick and a coin. That's all you need, mate. I go in with a rubber duck. <laughs> what is that rubber duck? Obviously, you got it. But what does it actually do? It's an explosive. Is it? Yeah, but. No one knows it is an explosive, so there is a I know a detonator that you can that you have and if you dropped that or placed it, they know it's a bomb. This they don't. So I use this in a really clever way in my contracts. I'm not gonna say anything because be clever. You, you it is. <laughs> You've not played my contracts right. yet and I don't well, want to spoil we can it. Just before you go on to this, before you explain it, because you can fully explain it, the only issue with this Hitman game is the fact that you can't get in, you can't search for your friend's contracts. For me to play your contracts, like, I was really excited when I finished the main mission, and then mm-hmm. obviously you played it before me, obviously, no life, whatever. <laughs> um, and you created a contract, so as soon as I finished that main mission, I went, right, then I'm going to go play your contract, because mm-hmm. I was well invested. You cannot search for your friend's contracts, which, considering they had it in absolution when originally put in this contracts mode i don't get why they'd take it out of this so how do you search for any contract you've literally you go into the contracts menu and you've got a hundred million thousand contracts and you go through them there is no way to specifically in an alphabetical order i I don't know i don't know that much yeah let's do a bit of research yeah but alphabetical order like fucking (laughs) out of about hundred thousand contracts fucking how long i'm searching for um Oh well, it's worth it. It's worth it. Better be worth unless it. Unless you yeah. can search, unless you can organise it by author. Yeah, but yeah. even then, you, it's just it's just a shit thing. Yeah, it's, like, it, it, yeah, not very right. well if, thought out. If it? I really put in the time, I could probably find your contract. It sounds to me like you're not trying hard enough. What first, do you think, Bish? First world problems. You're not worth it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, go on. Just I just right, think okay, it's something that okay, they need to okay. put in. Yeah. So this rubber dock. If you do you know, like you can drop weapons. Yeah. Um, you can drop this rubber. You dog. can also place. Yeah. yeah. Well, for this, I drop it, and um, if someone sees that rubber duck, they go, "Oh, what's that over there?" And they pick it up and they put it in the pocket. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I do some of my assassinations. What? And then they walk about and they're basically like a mobile bum. Yeah. So I could walk off, come back half an hour later, get to the enemy hour, or it could be on the other side of the map. Press it and then in the distance you hear a little. <laughs> <laughs> I need to just shut up. 
I thought it was a Muslim joke in there somewhere. I thought it was a Muslim <laughs> Ali, but right. Hey, out. listen, we've got listeners in Pakistan now, so yeah. we need to be careful. Yeah. What did we say to him? Um, Assalamu alaikum. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Hitman overall, though, impressions, enjoy it. Looking forward to the next one. Yeah, I just want him to not wait too long. I've got like three weeks max. Yeah. I mean, I think like this. I would be happy now to buy season two of Hitman and not have to buy a whole Hitman game, just use this as a framework and just keep adding maps to it. I'd, I'd pay £10. For that last, for that Italian map that's just come out, I'd pay £10 for that, just outright. I'd pay it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd, I'd let you pay £10 for it too. Because you get it for free. <laughs> yeah. Cunts. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we will move on to news. Fallon, have you done your research? Breaking news. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> so, I think the main story over the past fortnight um, got to be the Nintendo NX release date. <laughs> no, I mean, did you did you, um, did you you have a Nintendo Wii? Yes. Everyone had a Wii, didn't they? Um, yeah, yeah. I get the same generic games. <laughs> get the same... <laughs> we <have a> pause. <laughs> get the same generic games, what, Mario and Zelda? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No... Yeah. <laughs> so the generic games are pretty fucking good. Um, <laughs> well. The Wii U, obviously, was a fucking write-off, but if you think back to the Wii, it was it was amazing. Everyone loved it. And I just love how transformational that console was in a household. Uh, you say everyone loved it. Fucking, it sold loads, but my mum bought one, and it's underneath a TV and never fucking used. Never used now, or was never used at all? Did, was used for about a fucking day, but she got it for like hundred quid, and it was just like, yeah, it was cheap. Really? She got it. She got it for the balance board because uh, she was going to lose weight on the balance board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Didn't no, um... spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's due to come out March um, next year, and it's going to be unveiled sometime after E three. So I'm just, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, did they have a lot of confidence about the launch games? Like, apparently, they're going to be shipping out a lot of games straight away, which is one of the Zelda. Issues. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. I mean, I've... well, I mean, Zelda's already been delayed, which yeah. has only got Before, a yeah, next year. Um... <laughs> and you say that you say that they've got a lot of confidence in the launch games, though. But fucking PlayStation had a lot of confidence in the launch games. Knack. That's all I need to say. Knack. <laughs> Great confidence. What's his name? Fucking Mark Cerny or whatever the fuck. Great game. <laughs> <laughs> there's well, your launch titles what console has ever launched with decent launch titles I mean even Zelda Zelda was designed for the fucking Wii U yeah fair enough they had the NX in mind right but mm-hmm. all that is going to be is a fucking up version of what Zelda was because they were designing that for the Wii U the Wii U flopped and now they're fucking porting it to the NX that's all that is is an up part of a Wii U game well I mean will they launch straight away with a, Mario, a new Mario Kart game well, we're now Mario oh, Kart 24. Is it 9? Pass. I think it'd be number 9. More Mario Kart games than there is Saw films. Mario Kart! Yeah. Wee! <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but, I mean, they seem to be approaching this in, a, in a, a better way than they did the Wii U. That just came out of fucking nowhere and it was shit, but um, that this, this it, won't be selling at a loss. So, they're not, they're not being thick with it. Um, and I, I just... I look at Nintendo is so Xbox and PS4 and probably PCs is yeah maybe not hardcore gamers but gamers yeah 
and the Nintendo is a family console. I think you've got to give Nintendo like the due. Um, you know, Sega gave up when they were going down, and Nintendo were kind of like holding on for their day lives. Well, they've still got a lot of money banks, though, aren't they? From like yeah, the way. The thing with the Nintendo, the thing with Nintendo that's different from Sega, you might have heard this somewhere, is that uh, Nintendo have got like billions in the bank anyway, whereas Sega were literally the last penny in, fucking relying on. Yeah. Did they do some like put loads of money into some game that? Yeah, Shamu. Yeah, I've heard you mention that a couple yeah. of times. Yeah. What was it the Sega sat on that? No, it's Dreamcast. Was it Dreamcast that screwed Dreamcast them over? Dreamcast is where they ended. No, they where they ended, but Sega sat. Oh, was, Sega sat and sold shit. Yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. what kind of like was the starting point. But um, I don't know. <coughs> just the thing is, is I accept what you're saying, right? But I think what you're saying is right mm-hmm. for an older generation, right? So for when we were kids, games like Mario, Mario Kart were the games that you played as a kid. Yeah, and you loved. Yeah. A bit like what I was saying about Ratchet and Clank, the new generation aren't like that. The new yeah. generation are what's getting streamed on Switch, what's getting done on this, right? So Nintendo charge to put their videos up on YouTube and to stream them on Twitch, mm-hmm. right? Really? So Twitch, yeah, they charge. I didn't know they did it on Twitch. Know, they started charging 30, 70% or 30% on YouTube. Right. Pass. I, don't quote me on Twitch, mm-hmm. but I'm presuming it's the same thing. Nintendo charge to like show their games really? right they take a percentage of what they earn wow so twitch streamers don't or youtubers at least i can say that as fact yeah don't really stream nintendo games yeah because they need to pay in royalties so they get they're stuck in a fucking spot where they're releasing games that are fun to play yeah but not necessarily fun to watch yeah a bit like ratchet and clank right kids now are that used to watching certain people on YouTube or on Twitch or whatever because I mean I'm a dad like my kids spend fucking loads of time on YouTube watching videos yeah, and stuff yeah. because, because Nintendo won't be in that limelight I cannot see unless they are going for AAA if, unless they're going to take on fucking Xbox and Playstation how they can get out of that rut because the Wii U proved nostalgia can't carry them forever no I mean the way I look at it, and it may be just specific for me, my daughter's two and a half now. She'll be just gone three when that comes out, in the NX. And I'm thinking, three years old, that's when you can start understanding and playing games. Yeah. That's perfect, I'm getting that. She's going to learn on that. And for me, I, I don't know, it feels like that's, you know, kid. the kids start on Nintendo, what do they start on these days? I, I, I can't imagine no. as a three-year-old playing... You see, I I play state like you know call it psychology as a three year old. That's got to be impossible. <laughs> um, but you know the games are s- simple. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, you. Yeah. It's minimalist in a well, way. Well, I I think I started on like Sega. Uh, obviously, my, one of my friends had a SNES. So. Mm. I think I started on Mega Drive, but do you know I did also play a lot of Nintendo games. Yeah. 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 You see, I started on Mega Drive, but obviously, in fact, no, I didn't. I started on an Amstrad. Show me. <laughs> um, but the thing is now, right, is I understand what you're saying. I'm like, so my kids play games, and I started. The first game they ever played was like Ratchet and Clank. I mean, not Ratchet and Clank, fucking Rayman. Raymond. Yeah. <laughs> Raymon. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> Deep cut there. You'll never know. Um. But that's their first game that I taught them on. Mm-hmm. 
and it was because it was just simple a bit that's like what I mean what the Nintendo is but are you really going to pay that much you know like and then you move on to um, Lego games which play pretty similar to how a 3D Mario game would play and stuff so are you willing to spend that much money for something that you do have access to on a PlayStation and I think I know you are because you're gonna and I'd probably buy one as well bit of a hypocrite <laughs> but um, for the average person going out and buying a console mm. they're just gonna buy in a fucking Lego game or Skylanders or Disney Infinity for the console that they've already got no you, you may be right I mean I do feel I know they've got a lot of money banks but this Deal. is probably last chance <laughs> saloon for Nintendo in the console um, yeah. output because if this bombs what are they going to do mobile gaming yeah I mean they're already doing well yeah that, that, that's where they're going but I mean they already said that like an Animal Crossing and a uh, oh God, what's that other one called that turn based turn based RPG Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy no <laughs> fucking Animal Crossing another one it's really bad my brain's gone dead whatever they're already releasing games on the mobile yeah, a Pokemon Go I'm looking forward to. They should have stuck to handheld gaming. The handheld is... I loved the fucking Game Boys. But I mean, what is the NX? You know, because like, they're saying that, like, it's probably going to have a handheld gaming thing in on it. Time will tell. Yeah, yeah like the Wii U. Didn't the Wii U have something like that? Yeah, but I think this is going to be more, like, streamlined, something that you could carry about. Right, okay. Oh, so the rumours say, but obviously no one knows. But I mean, the NX, yeah. We know nothing. <laughs> John Snow. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Um, <laughs> it is now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, but only time will tell. I'm not sold on it yet. It's not like I'm... It's not like they've just announced a PS5. You know, like, I'm interested. I'll probably buy one because I'll buy everything, but... Fact. Yeah, just fucking... I've not really got anything to say on it. Just, Nintendo, show me what you've got, and I'll fucking see. I mean... Imagine, say, you've got a party around at your house, and um, I think the best game to have, party around at your house, so you've got Mario Party in, you've got four controllers, all them fucking stupid little mini games, you know, that last 30 seconds, one minute, two minutes. Is there anything better than, than that? Right, let me just stop you there. Bitch, you've been to many pies around my house. Could you imagine me letting any of them fuckwits near a fucking control pad? The fucking party around my house consists of your feet sticking to the floor because there's that much Red Bull and vodka everywhere. Fucking... So, yeah, maybe a party where you're drinking milk, but I mean, I'm not at that age. <laughs> so fucking... Yeah, we're, we're still yeah. in our twenties. Well, some of us are yeah, still in our 20s. Well, for, for me, for me uh, a milk drinker. For you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Make, I think it makes sense. It is, it is a party console in it. It's party hard. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're not allowed to talk about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, there's nothing really to say about Nintendo. Just, no. uh, I'll move on to Indonesia. Yeah, yeah, please. Oh yeah. Inside. Outside. No, the game's called Inside. Yeah, obviously, like. This and one other are the two major releases since we last did a podcast. Unless you boosh and any random game could be a major game. This is true, as we'll find out later on in the podcast. I haven't got a fucking clue what he's going to talk about. 
probably won't after you spoke. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right, so inside is... Um, it's an indie developer, isn't it? What are they called? I can't remember the name of them. Dead. I can't remember what they're called, but it's the ones that did Limbo, basically. Yeah, and they've, they've released a game that's done... Well, inside, and it's done very fucking well um, in all the reviewing places on it, like IGN. <laughs> What's it called? All the reviewing places. places. <laughs> What's it called? Critics. Metacritic. It's doing fucking mint on that, isn't it? Yeah, so, or just critic reviews anyway. Yeah, the critical reviews are very good for this game, and they all bought it for me and himself. Standard. Standard. And we liked it, didn't we? Are you speaking for me there, Fallon, yeah? <laughs> I, I liked it. Did you like it? Yeah, have you ended up playing it yet? I've not played it, no. Um, the only kind of... Well, I don't know what the word is. Bought it really, but... Banana. Yeah, banana. The only right, banana yeah, yeah. I've got from it is uh, watching Fallon... <laughs> barely, barely playing terrible Ah, uh, yeah, because... Sorry, I've, I've recorded the whole... Um... My whole gameplay footage. <laughs> Vicious watched uh, watched some of it, and it's been quite fun. Allegedly, I've watched it all. Have you seen it all? Spoilers. Um, yeah, I mean, it has come out on PC. It come out on PC a week after it come out on Xbox. But anyway, so basically, inside is a two D side scrolling puzzle game. Um, it's very dark. If anyone's ever played Limbo, the art style. Yeah, put put the brightness up. Yeah, I mean. It is the art style similar to Limbo, but I reckon a bit more realistic. It's definitely more refined. It's had a lot more TLC brought into it. Limbo was their first game, which then went on to do well. So I think they've invested a lot more in this game, uh, and that that shows in in every every area pretty much. Uh, just going back, you when you said about it being reviewed highly by critics, I've actually got down there in my notes. Uh, it says here that. The indie games reviewed posit- positively more than triple A's. It's got that boost, it's got notes. <laughs> because guess what, listeners? They all doesn't. Standard. But I wanted to actually talk about that. Is that because indie games all got more or less uh, well, got less expectation than triple A games? No, because the expectation that was on this game was high as fuck. I mean Limbo. When Limbo came out, it was like regarded as probably one of the best indie games that was out there this game stands up on its own next to anything it, it really does I mean when it hit obviously I, I was a bit too busy because I was moving to be playing games um, you fucked up there mate gaming should come first always <laughs> I was too busy setting up my gaming area <clears throat> you fucked up there mate you should have done that before you even got the house Um like Twitter was on fire, all the podcasts, everyone was talking about, it, and it's like, oh, fuck, I need, I need to play this. I need to play it as soon as I can. Yeah, I mean, I played it like as soon as it come out and fucking bashed it. Like it, it's what about four hours, three hours, something like that to get through. Three hours, twenty five minutes. Oh, thank you. I probably got through it in two then, Fallen. Mm. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like the storytelling in it, it's just dead fake. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, the storytelling... So choking on air there. <laughs> the storytelling in it is, like, dead vague. Um, like, the story's more told in what's going on in the background rather than, like, a narrator or something that you're going through. Um, basically, it starts off where you wake up in this forest and you've got no reason... You've got no explanation of why you're there. 
and you need to like traverse through the story basically um, and the only way that you know what's going on is through like everything that's going on in the background so like people are getting rounded up and loaded into vans and stuff like that and the more and more into the game it gets the more and more stuff happens in this background I got a big vibe of like um, 90, late 1930s 1940s Germany from it the way people were being rounded up it was like reminiscent of um you know, like, Jews being rounded up by the Nazis and stuff like that. It was very fucking... Like, there was human experimentation going on. There was concentration camps, in a way. It very fucking frightening. Uh, yeah, so, kind of like, from what you mentioned there, it's a bit like... Well, I say it's a bit like Limbo. It was made by the same people, but with Limbo, it was the same. It, there was, like, no narration. There was no, like, text boxes or anything. There was just, like, nothing at all. It was just, like, you, you're in the game, you get thrown into it from start to finish and you kind of like you, you start like trying to build up the story yourself and you kind of like trying to work out what's going on in your own mind yeah I mean what Fallon said is a shout because when they're getting rounded up it does remind you of like concentration camps and stuff and yeah there is no story in a sense of like a Skyrim story or you know like there's no direct narrative like for you to follow it's kind of you see this stuff that's going on and it's up to you to put that together. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes on and there's a lot of stuff that adds to it. Whereas Limbo, there was only, like, the odd section where, you know, there'd be something that you could really class as story, this, in the background of it, there's constantly stuff going on. And that builds as well. So at the start, it's quite a, you know, set in the real world in a way. But then it just gets stranger and stranger as you go on and things get um, put into the game, which then you're thinking, oh, that's that's strange, that's not normal. And then that, that gets progressively more so evident. And in the end, which I'm not going to go into, it just fucking throws a massive bomb at you, which is probably the main difference, I'd say, between Limbo and um, and Inside in terms of like the story. I'd say, like, the final act. Yeah, I mean, the final act just... I mean, have you seen it? Actually, no. I've not seen that. The fi- I, thought, I thought you'd watch the whole gameplay footage. Have you uploaded more? I put all seven episodes up. We'll speak after the podcast and work out if you've actually seen the ending, but, I mean, the ending of it just hits you. Like, I was not expecting what happened in that final chapter, and it's probably one of the best endings to any game that I've ever played. And that's put it, you know, like, back to what you said before, that's weighing it next to triple A's to everything. It just was a shock, and it couldn't have ended better. And, God, before you, uh, before I played it, you had said to me how there's bits on it, similar to Limbo, where it's you, you get it done by the skin of your teeth. And, my God, you were right. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing to their credit. I mean... Did we find out what the developer was called? Oh, Dead, Dead Labs, Undead Labs? No, that's... Bitchy's going to look it up, it's all right. Yeah. Wikipedia it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, to their credit, like, the way they design that, I mean, like, a lot of the puzzles, like, are literally milliseconds of survival, and you need to be at it, like, no hesitation, flat-out run to get through it. And you save by, like, a millisecond. <laughs> and that's probably why Boosh found my gameplay quite funny, because there's bits in it where 
you know you've you know you've gone wrong and you know you're about to die and it's like, oh, f- I fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh yeah, so I just seen the developers, it's play dead. Play dead See, I was close with dead, uh, dead. I just you know, couldn't couldn't do any more with that. Um Dead Silence. Yeah. So um what do you reckon Dale? Do you do you reckon it justifies a ten? <laughs> Dale's just got to get a Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were going to speak for a bit longer than Colin. <laughs> so I'll try that again. As Dale's back, sat back in his seat, um, do you do you think it justifies a ten or high nines from as that's what it's received from most places? I mean, definitely. Like, I can't fault it for anything. Like that game for what it was. I mean, it's not a sixty-pound retail game. It's got fifty-pound. It's what was it, 15 quid? Oh, you wouldn't know, actually. I wouldn't know, because I didn't pay a penny towards it. I'm pretty sure it was about 15 quid, and for 15 quid I got four hours of a game that I don't think I'll ever forget. Like, and normally, you know me, like, if critics rave about something, and I'll put this out here, Pulp Fiction, the worst fucking film ever made. That's can, worse than my Twilight shells before. We can argue about this later, Beach. <laughs> Another time. We will. <laughs> but... I normally hate what critics rave about, but this, I need to agree with them. Like, it's it's just amazing. So, you mentioned, like, 3 fours gameplay. Um, would you say the £15 justifies for that 3 fours gameplay? Definitely. Definitely. And it's definitely a game that, like, say my missus wanted to play games or something or someone was around that doesn't normally play games or you know like just someone you know like put my kids on it when they're a bit older or something you know like just to experience it it's definitely a game that can be played in a short bite-sized game that's an experience and I would replay it I really would replay it got 1000 chivos on it as well always worth 15 quid <laughs> yawn it, it strikes me of a game I've actually never played which is Journey from what I've heard of Journey you know, people talk about that from years and years ago, and it's affected to them like inside so much. Inside, inside, outside. <laughs> um, yeah, I've never played Journey, but it's always been on the list of stuff to play. It's kind of like a gap in my gaming dun, knowledge. Dun, dun. Yeah, I might put it on for five minutes. Say I played it then. Um, and Chivo wise, I, I didn't do that well in it to be honest, because I was trying to enjoy the gameplay. Yeah, I mean, it's dead easy to map up, though, because for all you Chivo hunters out there, yeah, we know you're listening, um, it's dead easy to map up and get the Achievos because you can, almost every chapter that you can load up is, like, right next to where one of the collectibles is. 1,000, easy, done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just before we move on, one last thing about this game. Do you know when it ended? <clears throat> was you, was you like, did you know that was the ending? Because like, I was sat there, like, Trying to move for about 10 minutes. Right, again, you, you're going into spoilers here. I don't think I've spoiled anything there, really. What I will say, though, is the way it ended, I think, had the best effect because because you didn't know that that was the ending. You almost sat there and you sat there and watched it and then after a while, it sinks in like, this is the end. You know, like, I mean, you almost get this calm... And it's like, this is the end. And I think the way that they did it is just, you can't fault them. Like, every little bit about it, I cannot fault them at all. It kind of, 
reminded me the opposite way of uh, Lord of the Rings Return of the King when I watched that in, <laughs> in the cinema. It was, um, it's like three and a half hours long and I needed a piss from the start of it. I didn't want to miss any of it. And I kept thinking it was ended because, like, the music had pan and then it'd go dark. I was like, oh, brilliant, cool toilet. And then, and then it'd start up again and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> this was, this is the other that it finished and didn't even tell me. Yeah, but I mean, it did it for effect and I, I feel the effect works. Like, he just added to it. 10 out of 10? 10 out of 10, definitely. Alright. Oh, yeah! Talking of PCs, um, I went to a PC shop to get a wire. Um, really? Tell yeah. me more. Tell that's, me more. That's like <laughs> the end of the story. This is a fucking no. visiting story. And, uh, the PC shop had a HTC Vive in it. Yeah, where did it also have the wire? Yeah, after wire, yeah. <laughs> after wire. That's good. Very cheap. A lot cheaper than PC World. A shop's called Aria, if you've heard of it. Um, Stick the, the check in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Tazale. Uh, not mentioned in front. HTC Vive. I was there staring at it. I said to the guy, is that a Vive? He went, do you want to go on it? I was like, yeah, I fucking do. This is amazing. Have either of you ever <clears throat> ever used amazing? <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing. Have any of you ever used um, a Vive, Morpheus, or um, Oculus Rift? I've used a Vive before. I've never used any of it. Right. This this is fucking something big. Like I I spent maybe five ten minutes on it, and. I mean, we've been hearing about it for the past two years. It's been big news because it's been definitely coming. And you've heard, oh, yeah, it's good, you know, try this, try that. As soon as I heard that there was uh, VR porn, I was definitely coming. Right. (laughs) This is something that I thought about. (laughs) Having witnessed that now, the the VR porn will be absolutely fucking brilliant. Especially the vibe. You can have them, like, round the room and everything. That's what I mean. So when I was was playing, like, some castle defending game, I'm not sure exactly what it was. Was it the best graphics you've ever seen? (laughs) (laughs) No, it was was a very generic, like, cheapish game. But you turn around and you're in you're in the middle of a castle on a wall and it's just it's mind blowing looking around and genuinely being in a different reality and you've got to bend down and you're holding these like weird nunchuck things like from um, the Nintendo Wii you got to pick up a bow and arrow you have to physically bend down you've got to pull your arms back like a real bow and arrow and shoot and just being in that world made me think. These are expensive, but I need something like this sooner or later. It, it's it's fucking the true word of awesome, where it inspires awe and it makes you shocked. It it really is like that. Listen to you speak. You've just put me off the app on. The thought of having to do work and bend down and it's just killing <laughs> no, it for no, no, me. No, 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 no. I've delved away from the pawn. The pawn will be fantastic because it'd be like you being blown by a woman. Or, or whatever, whatever your fetish is, <laughs> um, being blown by a midget. The hell, is it going to be goats involved? I'm sure you'll find them somewhere in the deep dark corners. Yay! <laughs> I mean, the HTC Vive. It was like reviewed wise. It's been renowned as the, one of the best. Well, the best. Yeah, it's like seven... top, top three, definitely. <laughs> but it's 
price tag is about what seven hundred pound. Seven hundred quid is what the guy said it was. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not obviously just buying a headset. You got like, like you said, the nunchucks, and you've got like the sensors that you put around your room as well. Yeah, yeah. Because you need you need a, a fair space. Like I think this room we're in now, and all the listeners can't see it, but this room we're in now would be okay if you had the TV positioned in the in the correct space. So basically, your living room. Yeah, you, you need a full living room size space with not a lot of clutter and everything. Do you know, hugging the sides. You could probably get away with some games that you. They were looking around the room like that. I, I could get away. With them. <laughs> no, it's like the 4K TV there, <laughs> Miss Scorpio there. I'm just thinking we all putting in for this last of what. <laughs> Do you know what? It's something that I've. I thought about saving, you know, like two hundred and something quid to to get one that we could all invest in. But then I'm thinking, I just want to see how much the others are going to cost because it's it, it's the future. I don't think I'm it, just I'm just thinking on. about how sticky that would actually be by uh, the time Fallon's had it on his own. So he's been <laughs> <out of the house. laughs> Why are these nunchucks stuck to me? Aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> You're not meant to wank with the nunchuck on. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm just, I'm just thinking of like Dale going all in and actually getting his dog to blow him whilst he's watching the phone. That's not nice to say about my wife. Oh, I'm gonna tell you, you said that. <laughs> it's recorded, mate. <laughs> Jennifer, you should listen to the podcast this week. She never listens. He just didn't. He let it that bit out. But no, seriously, it's something that's that's here to stay. Maybe not taking over real fucking gaming, but but it's something that can partner up with it and be there for, for the foreseeable future. I mean, I've already said like after watching the free conference, um, Sony's E three conference when they showed like X Wing, the game, um, I'm definitely invested in that and. It will take something like that to make me buy one. I mean, the Vive is meant to be the most powerful one, but it's also the one that you've got to do the most fucking work with. And Yeah, and for people <laughs> not like you who don't have these amazing PCs, you know, you've got to buy extra stuff to make it work. I've got the, is it the GT970, whatever it's called? Yeah. Yeah, that, that can run Vive, but not amazingly it can run games like that castle game amazing <laughs> but it, it'd probably struggle very soon on with um you know the better games that are coming out so you need to have like the best stuff in your pc in order to run that well you say that but like many people now who do uh pc gaming they've all got a substantial amount of hardware to play you know to support these this five you know, you'll, you'll find it very rarely. Someone who's probably not upgraded a PC for, what, three, four years probably might have to go out and buy a new graphics card. But with the... The scum. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, especially with the release of this 1080, which I've actually heard some poor reviews about, but I won't get into it. Um, it's powerful enough to support Vive. Much, you know, like, beyond powerful, beyond. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so if you're not upgraded your PC for four years, the 1080 GTX, it, you know, it's how much? About 500, 600, I say only 500, 600 pounds, but for a graphics card that powerful, it's worth it. And it'll support Vive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the game that you were playing on Vive, is that enough to make you buy one? Like, obviously, you've had a good experience, but how long's that experience going to last before you go, 
I'd rather play fucking The Witcher or some shit. Well, no, yeah, you make a good point because it's not something that I'm going to sit down and play an hour for because... But then again, I don't know how much was involved there. It was just it was just black people running at the gate and you got to shoot them with a bow and arrow. Racist. Racist. Fact. Um, <laughs> and, you know, there could have been more in that, but that was more like a little demo game. It's If I had... If I was Dale Pollard and I had the cash, <laughs> I'd, I'd buy one just so that when people come around to me, I was like, try that on. Yeah. Oh, look at that. The thing is, is I wouldn't like playing it though. Like, I think it would freak me out the fact that I can't see the rest of the room. Well, yeah, I was talking to a guy, the, the guy in the shop, and I couldn't see him. I, I kind of knew where he was, just you know, by your ears, you can figure out where someone's standing, um, perception and all that. Um, but it is weird being able to speak to someone and you cannot see them, or you, or you, you can just hear them. That's it. And I actually passed him a phone to take a picture, but I didn't even know where he was. <laughs> you say that weird. I, you say that's weird. Aren't you highly religious? Well, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an atheist. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you, you mentioned about having people come round and playing on it, which is what I wanted to hit early was the fact that is it worth investing £700 on a device that's pretty much designed for, like, party gaming. Well, again, that goes back to the whole point of how much money do you have? Will the Vive go down in price a lot in the future? Will, will you be able to pick one up for 100 quid in a few years? You don't know, do you? <laughs> no, but I think the thing is, is this isn't like a console generation, even though console generations aren't like that anymore. Um, this will be like a PC graphics card soon. <laughs> In a very short space of time, they will release a new one that will be better than the one that you've just spent seven hundred quid on. Yeah, and will make it obsolete. Make it obsolete, or uh, like because the good the, the good thing would be so instead of making it obsolete, make it one where you can still get it, and then if you fall in love with it, then you go and get the better one. Because there'll be a lot of people who will never try this because of the price. Yeah. All right then. Well, what I mean is. If you're going to spend 700 quid on a Vive rather than 300 quid on a fucking Morpheus or whatever, you want the highest, best quality you can get. So to the person that would go out and buy a Vive, it would make it obsolete. You'd want something with a bit of longevity, wouldn't you? Something that's... If you're going to spend 700 pounds, you want something that's going to be like marketable for like the next three, four years, at the very minimum. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, I mean, I've, I've said... I've said all this, all my opinions have come from five minutes of gameplay on a castle game. I don't know how much more there is to the Vive. That's my only experience, and it's enough to have affected me to the point where if I had 700 quid lying about and I didn't need it for anything else, then I'd be uh, tempting myself. I think Fallon's shown his racism, man. <laughs> Basically, he spent five minutes shooting black people with a bow and arrow, and now he's fucking wants to go spend 700 quid. Fuck you. I'm half African. <laughs> You're not. Your daughter is, but... Yeah, my daughter is, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. £700, um, Steve. I think the Morpheus... Is it Morpheus? The PlayStation 1? Well, PlayStation VR, but uh, a lot of people still call it Morpheus. Yeah, PlayStation VR. I think that was priced at about £350. 
Um, so it is going to be well. It is. It's the most expensive one on the market. The vibe because obviously it's the most powerful one. Um, but like I said, I mean you don't want to buy it's, it. It's not just that it's the most powerful one though. It's the fact it's all the room sensors and that that's bumping that price up. It's the most technologically advanced one. It does stuff different to what the Oculus and the PlayStation One does. Yeah, it has lots of accessories with it. Um, but like I said, I mean you don't want to buy this. It would be, it'd be like say if you went out and bought. 4K TV, for instance, and you spent about £1,500 on it, and then later on, they went, oh, this is like the 8K TV, which is like just as, you know, which is like twice as better than a 4K TV. Good maths. <laughs> Already exists. <laughs> but it's still like a prototype yeah. sort of stage, isn't it? I'm pretty sure you'd probably be able to buy one from somewhere if you knew the right people. <laughs> I know some people. <laughs> I know some people. <laughs> They rough some people, <laughs> but not the right people. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's basically like my only gripe with it. I, I can't see them bringing something better out than the Vive. Um, I can't see them making another Vive within like the next three, four years. I said that playing the PlayStation One, saying I can't see the graphics ever getting as good as this. Well, better than this. The graphics will get better, but I don't think they'll shit on. The fans, the won't share the customers. They haven't got fucking fans. They haven't got customers. The Vive, the Oculus is a prototype that's come to market. That's what that is. This first generation, and I reckon even the next generation, are just a test bed. This is. Will it take off? Here's a product. Developers, go develop games for it. Go figure out all the kinks. Go figure out what works. Go figure out what doesn't. It needs people to latch onto these VR headsets. But people need to understand that what they're latching onto is they are basically <laughs> testers. They're paying to be testers. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's a pretty standard argument. Um, it's kind of, it takes me back to the three, you know, when we're talking about Ubisoft and like how their VR. <laughs> <laughs> Ubisoft! Oh, okay, okay, Ubisoft, sorry. Um, but how like their VR games looks like shit like that fucking that bird one that Quidditch one yeah that fucking bitching one yeah <laughs> and Quidditch uh, uh, go on you're the Harry Potter geek sorry is there a Quidditch game coming to VR no he was more taking the piss the fact that you were just flying around as a fucking bird and moving your head yeah and you, it was kind of mm. like look like it is Quidditch isn't it got me up then yeah, yeah, no, yeah, Quidditch is right, yeah. Well, okay. Oh, so I'm a high-pot geek as well, then. Um, <laughs> You're a Weasley. <laughs> um, but then you mentioned about the PlayStation VR, and you said they've just got games that they've already developed and just gone, oh, we'll make it VR. But then you said that the frame rate was, like, really shit or something. Like, reported to be dead shit, so it was making people feel ill. Yeah, basically, so people that have played the Resident Evil demo that in VR, they said that the frame rates all fucked up. And But, I mean, that could just be, it gets tweaked out. You know, obviously, they're going to iron that out because that was a demo. Um, but what PlayStation are doing, or what they seem to be doing, is just putting anything on it and seeing what sticks. Whereas oculus and vive are trying to be a bit more inventive and trying to create games solely for that yeah which is like obviously the reasonable way to go about it um but like i said the reason why this resident evil might have been like really shit frame rate is because 
the hardware might not be able to support games like that. I mean, it's not that. It's just that PlayStation... Like, people that buy an Oculus and a um, Vive are buying stuff for the PC. You know, the PC gamers, they're used to... They're used to Steam. They're used to playing games on early access. They're used to this. They're used to upgrading hardware and stuff like that. The Morpheus or PlayStation VR or whatever is... um, obviously for the mass market because PlayStation is a mass market and they need to aim to the type of players that play PlayStation. So they almost need to put AAA titles on that to sell it. Whereas the Oculus, I mean, I know someone, um, Colin, bought an Oculus, um, like the test, I can't even remember what it's called. The tester one, the one that they were giving out to fucking, um, brains gone dead. Developers? That's the badger. Yeah, so I I think definitely, um, you know, VR's here to stay, and I think maybe I want to I want to invest in one. Oh, yeah. And that's it from us. I am absolutely fucking baking. I have talked about games for far too long, and hopefully we'll be back again in another two weeks, and the sound quality of this will be decent. So uh, yeah, see you later. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you in a fortnight. Say Nitro. Just pull that up. <laughs>